Welcome to She Hope International, the podcast, the space for the 21st century young lady. Get ready to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to take the next steps towards achieving your career and personal life goals. Warning, this is a high performance zone. This week on She Offer, the podcast, we discuss the future of education. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as you learn from it. This is Ijewa. So this year started off with a pandemic and this pandemic has radically changed our lives. Everything has been affected. Our businesses, the way we work, the way we learn, the way we do business, the way we socialize, everything has changed. And of course, education has had a big turnaround. Today, we just want to look at the future of education and what it holds given the pandemic and the things that will change or the things that will go back to what it used to be that is if it goes back to what it used to be today we are talking about the future of education and like i said before the pandemic has radically changed so many things but it definitely has presented us with a good opportunity to evaluate our systems and future proof them in my opinion Education is one of those sectors. Um, In the past, we've complained a lot about our educational system and how the delivery is not exactly as efficient as it should be um, in most places. Um, This pandemic has really thrown us, literally has thrown us into another way of thinking, another way of seeing things and doing things. And I see this as an opportunity for us to rethink the educational sector, um, taking advantage of the tools that are now available to us in the educational sector to teach, to learn as students and to excel. At the end of the day, we study for progression in our lives. We study to be enlightened, to have our minds opened and very importantly to also help us earn a living. So I I want to start from a few a, a bit of statistics. Um, now according to reports from the World Economic Forum, sixty five percent of primary school kids today will be working in job types that do not exist yet. Now, I think it is imperative that the minds of these kids are prepared for what the future holds. Technology evolves and as it evolves, we need to learn and adapt so that we can use it efficiently and use it to our advantage now i know things have drastically changed and we are doing things we didn't think we'll be doing now some of these online platforms we are using the tools that we are using now in our educational system for many countries especially in the developing world it's 
it was something to be attained in the long term but the pandemic has shortened the time frame of execution of so many of these things and moving forward i think we should embrace it given that this is a current state of normal we don't know when the pandemic is going to end we don't know when we're going to have a vaccine but what we do know is that we can make a difference now with the tools that we have and support our children our brothers and sisters our neighbors and friends who are in school and the idea of learning never ends is so true so as individuals even if you're a top executive you may want to go back to school and you know do a refresher course or something to refresh your mind and to increase your knowledge on your field of expertise so learning never really ends in whatever it is that you're doing so it's important that we all get to understand the tools that are available to us now embrace this state of normal and see and explore the best ways of using these tools to advantage now the the changing role of our educators is also another thing that we need to look at because these days classes are online and uh, it's very little face-to-face contact between teachers and students so it's important that we rethink the execution of educate of of education in turn from the perspective of the educator now as knowledge increasingly becomes available on the internet you know one click can just reveal a, a, a myriad of of information and knowledge and a vast array of, of it now the role of the educator in the classroom and the lecture room needs to be more towards facilitating learning and the development of students as a contributing member of society the role of our teachers our lecturers these days is more of facilitating the learning of students because online learning is for the most part um self-taught because you as a student will have to do majority of the work the teacher may come to class online and deliver a lecture or explain certain things but because the time is limited the time you have online is limited you know we are trying to compress things and you know allow people the rest they need we are being conscious of the well-being of students even in the delivery of online classes and so the time frame that teachers may probably have to explain things further and all of that is not as as it used to be because give or take you could 
easily approach a teacher as a class and say could you explain this further or could you look at this dimension or something but right now it's it isn't necessarily so although to an extent it has become easier for students to be able to reach out to their teachers um, especially for people who would ordinarily be shy and wouldn't want to approach their teachers in person it now becomes easier for such people to interact with their, their teachers and lectures but my point is that given the direction that education is headed in right now the role of teachers and lecturers will be more of facilitators so they are putting out the resources and giving the students the resources to study on their own and come back to them with the questions they have so if you're a teacher or a lecturer or an educator you need to rethink the way you're delivering material to the students already it's a bit difficult for some people to grasp concepts even when they are in the physical classrooms you know but when the teacher has to facilitate an online session it's a bit different so as educators you need to rethink the approach and i think one thing that teachers can do right now is take advantage of the technology that is now available to us and reach out to their students and find out one-on-one -on -one if you can if they are okay with the sessions they're having if they're having challenges how you can be of help to them in extra sessions if if it's possible because don't forget that these children still need help and support like when they used to be in in school you know on a normal day so as an educator one thing you can do is look at the situation from the standpoint of a facilitator that you are helping the child to find resources and utilize the resources properly so give them prompts when you deliver a lecture or a session you can go back and get feedback from them it's very important to create a system where your students can freely come back to you if they have challenges or if they need things you know to be clarified to them otherwise it will be a bit difficult to measure the success of what you are doing yeah so as an educator if you are an educator you need to start rethinking the way you're delivering study materials to students and how they are receiving it. It's important that you go back and get feedback from them 
do one-on-one -on -one sessions with them if you can at the end of the session send them messages to find out if they are okay with the session that has just ended if they need you to clarify things and all of that so i'm sure most teachers are doing this now um as a way of supporting their students but then i think that those who are not doing it and those who are taking it lightly need to see the importance of of feedback and the importance of offering support you know outside of these classroom sessions to the children now i think that there are other things aside mainstream um, subjects that should be taught to these children at least to give them the resources they need to 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 move in the right direction one is resilience and teaching them resilience especially in the time of the pandemic is very very crucial you can simply give them a, sh a brief chat or even a pep talk you know on resilience it might take just about five minutes of your of your, of your teaching session but the impact of those five minutes on the lives of the students will go beyond 50 years of the lives of those children that you're teaching so resilience the culture of learning and flexibility adaptability entrepreneurial skills emotional intelligence creativity and critical thinking these are all crucial parts of education that we most need leave out of mainstream learning and in this state of uncertainty it's important that we prepare the minds of students especially really young ones with these kind of of material on creativity and critical thinking emotional intelligence you know entrepreneurial skills being resilient having the culture of learning and being flexible and adapting to situations when you build a culture of learning in children you wouldn't have to be on them every single time trying to get them to pick up their books because they know the value of the education they're getting and they know the importance of learning and how much it will benefit their lives now and in the future these are things we should be looking at moving forward and definitely unlocking the technology to deliver education now the educational sector has been thrown into a technological daze schools and sessions are completely online places where schools have been opened have a half day and are relying heavily on e-learning tools to facilitate proper learning remote learning is now a normal part of our educational systems and as nations especially in places like africa and other developing places 
um, then there's the need to invest in the facilities that support the delivery of um, these e-learning processes. So things like access to the internet, connectivity, reliable power sources is even a thing in such areas. And you go to places and they don't even kids don't even have things like tablets or mobile phones or laptops or even access to these things to be able to learn but it's time that we invest in such areas the government needs to look in in that direction individuals need to look in that direction and provide support as much as they can so that people in less privileged areas can also have access to these educational um, facilities it's easy to find people in cities having access to internet and laptops and all, all sorts of technological gadgets but you think of people in rural areas there are kids they're also learning today they they can't go to their classrooms like they used to but they still need to learn if these children don't have the access to tech facilities then it's almost like their own learning experience is coming to an end but that is not supposed to be the case we need to turn our attention to such communities and places and do our best to support them if it means setting up e-learning centers in rural communities we should do it and we don't always need to rely on the government or wait for, for governments to do things. As individuals, we can take the initiative, come together and collaborate as individuals and push such agenda forward. We can come together as individuals and support such communities in building e-learning centers and facilities and providing less privileged people with these um, access to to e-learning facilities so that they are not left out or left behind in the quest to educate the next generations and even the present generation so as an individual take initiative don't always wait for the government to do something whatever you can do to support whether it is advocating for edu education in rural communities, if you can use your voice, use it. If you can use your affluence, use it. If you have money to support such projects, do it. The lives of these children in the future are at stake. If you can do anything to support, do it goodness is a reward in itself another dimension that i want to speak on is parental um guidance my dad recently told me that i spend a lot of time on my gadgets and it's true with time and especially presently i am always using one 
tech gadgets or another it doesn't necessarily mean i am not being productive or i'm always you know seeking entertainment and socializing but parents need to realize that these days most of education is done over the internet we need our laptops tablets mobile phones to access these kind of things so if your word is constantly um on their phones or using a gadget it's not necessarily because they are entertaining or socializing or doing unproductive things parents need to understand that these are mediums by which we are able to learn and personally i do a lot of reading and these days most of my books are um electronic versions so i'm constantly looking at the screen and it might look like she's spending too much time on on her gadget but then i'm actually learning i'm actually reading and and adding to my store of knowledge so parents need to be conscious of that of course there is the dimension of monitoring what your children are engaging in or what your children are exposed to so as a parent you do have the responsibility to guide your ward especially when they're very young you know below 10 or just entering their teens you need to be vigilant and know what they are looking at and know what they have access to but it's also important to have in mind that these gadgets are a means for your children to learn given the current stage we are in and even beyond because the future of education really is is embedded in technology because even in physical classrooms we are using tech to deliver education and so moving forward i think online learning or e-learning is now an integral part of our lives although it poses a challenge especially for people like international students um a recent study has shown that about 56 percent of international students um looking to study in europe will cancel if education is going to be delivered online and for most people who, who travel abroad to study one the education and the school is 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 a big part or the main thing but then there's also the extra um, benefits of learning a new culture and gaining experience of being in another place so most people travel for the experience and pursue their education for those who are adamant about say the school or the program that they want to study it wouldn't be an issue for them to say i still wanted to to study in a school in europe despite that it's going to be online but for those who want the added experience of um learning a new language for instance being immersed in a new culture it is something and that can be a problem for those people who want the experience but we shouldn't be myopic as students we, we really shouldn't be myopic um just knowing that 
it's not a long-term situation yes we don't have a vaccine for the pandemic at the moment we don't know when it's going to go away we don't even know when we're going to have a vaccine at least it's not definite um, the findings that have come out now but it definitely isn't going to be for a lifetime so we don't have to be myopic either if an education is really what you want by all means go for it if e-learning is what it means for you to get that education do it the opportunity to explore other areas would definitely come the opportunity to live in another culture would definitely come and 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 you definitely enjoy it as much as you would if you were to do it as a student if you were to travel abroad as a student so for such people yes all the hopes of leaving home all the hopes of um, exploring another another side of the world you know maybe crashing down right now but don't make it too much of a big deal you'd always have another opportunity to explore now um wrapping up i just want to say that with virtual classrooms and even virtual graduations yeah what covid19 can do virtual graduations it 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 couldn't get any weirder i mean um we'll have to explore all possible routes to leverage technology to deliver better education for all of us moving forward whether we go back to brick and mortar classrooms we still would need technology we still need to leverage education with technology to to deliver better to deliver better resources for all of us as learners lifelong learners or formal education whatever it may be there's so many platforms to learn these days and you don't necessarily have to be in a classroom anymore so moving forward i think that this has become part of our lives and the future of education is definitely technology in brick and mortar classrooms or not whether we are studying from our homes or from a, from a coffee shop the future of education is definitely technology it definitely has some form of technology in it and we as a people need to embrace that and look at ways of optimizing the technology that we have available to us now and make the most of it learn as much as you can there are so many platforms that you can learn from online courses short courses long-term courses so many things that you can do to improve yourself and be better by all means do not stop yourself go out and learn something and when we we have the chance to be in brick and mortar classrooms we will definitely need to embrace and integrate technology in it i think technology makes our lives easier and it definitely to a, a, a large extent makes learning fun in a way 
and somehow easier too so i'll leave you with two quotes the first from john gardner and he says much education is momentarily ineffective all too often we are giving young people cut flowers when we should be teaching them to grow their own plants i love this quote because it tells us the importance of allowing young people to explore and giving them the tools they need to to be lifelong learners and to develop that culture of learning the second quote is a chinese proverb that says do not confine your children to your own learning for they were born in another time that's it from me here on the she alpha podcast this week thanks for joining i'm ajewa and you can connect with me on instagram at this is ajewa Thank you for listening to this week's episode of She Alpha, the podcast. We trust you're walking away with some nuggets for the next level. We would like to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SheAlpha underscore INT. And tell us what you learned from this episode. Also visit our website, www www.sheoffointernational.org for more resources. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. It goes a long way to get our show noticed. Until next time, do more and be more.